showtime. Welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, everyone. Our guest tonight is living proof that persistence pays off and you really can make your own break. Please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, MN Records' newest recording artist, Dana McLeod. Dana, welcome to the Hi. show. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Listen, first of all, that song that we just heard part of is fantastic. And after listening to that, it's no surprise that you were just signed to a, a record label. So congratulations. And has it sunk in yet? Thank you so much. Um, it's been sinking in for the past week, I think. I think we're almost there. Yes, completely unexpected. Completely. Now, when we met, first met a few years ago, you were the musical director and band leader on a cruise line. Yes. And Trivella was performing and that's where we met you. And you were fantastic then. You're this amazing piano player and arranger and everything. And that was all I knew about you. I had no idea you were pursuing a solo career until your Facebook live posts. How, how did this all come about for you to get your record deal? Uh, you know, I don't think I was pursuing a solo career when we met. <laughs> okay. um, what was that? A few years ago. So I had just done my, or I was just working on my jazz album at the time, my first jazz album. And someone says to me, don't put out this jazz album with, with, unless you're going to, you know, put out at least one original song on it. And I thought, okay, well, I've never written a song. I don't know how to write songs. Um, but I'll try. <laughs> so anyways, it ended up that I just like fell in love with writing music and half of the album turned out to be originals. And then I, and I also wasn't singing professionally at all. And, um, I didn't want to put out an instrumental album. That's where this all started. I just didn't want to put out an instrumental album. So I was like, I'm going to have to learn how to sing. <laughs> so Wait, you, you didn't just sing all your life. You just, decided. no, Are you no, I didn't. No, I definitely did not. I always wanted to, but my mom was a singer and it was, um, it was always like, well, she's a singer and I'm a piano player, you know, like, which, now, obviously, did not have to be the way it was, but it was just the way we. I grew up. I was always one playing piano, well, and love the yeah. bird landslide. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, oh, thank you. Mother singing landslide. Changing, 
thank you so much. So that's, yeah, that was the way I grew up as a child. That's just the way it was. So, um, but when I wanted to put out this jazz album, I was like, no, I love to sing. I love to sing. Well, I'm just going to have to work this out until, it, you know, until it sounds good. And so that's what I did. And then uh, after the jazz, after I put out the jazz album, I was like, I don't want to put out jazz albums anymore. I want to do pop music. So then that happened. That's incredible. Okay, Dana, I, I have to tell you, that really is even more impressive learning what we've just learned in terms of you just starting some of the aspects of this singing and whatnot just as recently as you have. And I can't help but think that when putting together an album or shopping an album, looking, looking for a record deal, there's going to be a lot of no's along the way. So my question is, how many no's did you get before that yes? And more importantly, what the heck took them so long? <laughs> and they asked me what took me so long why I'm not shopping around to labels why haven't I done this in the past few years but it really didn't even occur to me I was like I'm just going to put this out myself and I'm going to release this myself and you know um and then I was on looking on Reverb Nation and there was all these opportunities to apply to record labels and I started looking because I live in Vancouver I started looking at some labels in Vancouver and I was like, okay, I'm just going to send it out there thinking maybe in the future, someone might contact me about a future project, not, not the actual album that I'm really trying to release right now. And they got back to me pretty quickly and said, can you take everything off the internet? Just take it off the stores and we'll release it through our, our label. And I was like, I don't know. I'm pretty overwhelmed. I've already released it to everywhere. It's already gone. And, you know, um, and I'd already submitted it to some things and I was like, oh, this I, w I was just not thinking too clearly about it because I was just, you know, kind of overwhelmed by the whole thing. And I, so I didn't, so I talked to them maybe a week later and I called them back a week later. I had one song that hadn't been released yet um, that when I, when I was writing the album, I was like, not too sure if I was into it. So I never released it. So I sent them that and I said, here's an unreleased song. If you guys like it, let me know. Maybe in the future we can release it under, you know, maybe. <laughs> and they wrote me back and they said, Dana, could you just take your music off the internet? Like, it's not that, it's not that hard. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And I just, honestly, it took me no time at all. It was, it was so easy. And now they're, um, now, yeah, now I signed with them and we're going to release it as, you know, as they want, as they want. I'm glad you had the wherewithal to rethink that decision. <laughs> that would have been like a prime example of getting in your own way and sabotaging yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, totally overthinking and the way that we're going to release it, I think is, is going to be a bit different than it would have been pre COVID times, you know, because the live performances are gone, the event, everything's closed down. So everything's going to be a bit, a bit different. So we'll see what happens. Well, now Dana, this album is called mirrors, right? Yes. So I've got a two part, two part question for you. Okay. Uh, who or what inspired the songs on the album and is it fair to ask is mirrors a reflection of you <laughs> what inspired mirrors the okay the lyrics of the song um is basically when you are trying to escape your own reality and you just can't because you're just you're completely surrounded by mirrors and you're just getting reflected back everything that you can't you can't escape it so you just have to face it and deal with it and that's, that's where that came from. And yes, it definitely is from my own experiences in life. That's um, Bill's attempt at humor there. <laughs> another oh. failed attempt at humor. One of many. Wait, what did I not get? I oh, don't know. <laughs> no, 
No, it was a valid question, but he was definitely using the reflection in the mirrors. And, but, um, well, that's <laughs> a great song. It's just, oh, oh, I see. Okay. It's just me wanting to look at myself in the mirror all day. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there and like stare at myself. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear my sister would My sister would totally say that was me anyway. So she'd be like, oh my God, Dana just wrote this to, so she can look at herself in the mirror all day. <laughs> That's what siblings are for. Totally. Oh, yeah. Dana, this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, even in the midst of COVID and the adjustments that everyone will have to make, I mean, there'll be a mu music videos at some point in time. There's going to be photo shoots. There's going to be, you know, yeah. the concerts will happen. And in the meantime, I'm sure there will be virtual concerts and appearances and whatnot. So, I mean, this is, I'm yes. really excited for you. Now, you mentioned that... Uh, you had to do everything yourself pretty much like we know that you wrote the songs you sang the songs but you also self-produced the album what is involved with that and how hard was it to put that all together and learn everything you needed to learn it was a challenge that was a big decision um to be honest i still to this day don't know why i did that <laughs> but um i i wanted to write all the i wanted all the music to be exactly kind of how I heard it. So as close as I could get to that. So it, I wanted every, I was being very, very particular. I wanted the bass sound to be exactly what the bass was, what I wanted and the kick and the hi-hat and, and the bells and the, the layers, everything I wanted to exactly what I really wanted for the sound. And it was more, maybe it was more of a challenge. Like I'm gonna use this album as a challenge to see to see if I can do this. And also because I was away all the time, as you know, I'm like all constantly traveling. So I, I didn't have a studio to even use. So I just, you know, brought my interface and my laptop and my recording mic. And I just recorded the whole, I, I you know, I, I um, produced the whole thing while I was traveling. And when I got back home, I redid all the vocals and harmonies lines and then that was it and then sent it to an audio engineer for mixing and mastering and he obviously had a lot and he had a lot of input on you know some of the sounds that i'm using on bass because i'm not a he's way more familiar with like the sounds on the drums and whatever so i had what I, my general idea and then if he wanted to change some of those sounds using a different plugin or whatever then then it was cool did musical directing help you with knowing and being kind of more sharp with what you wanted in the sounds of all the instruments yes for sure i think uh not just the sound of the instruments but just what they're playing at all the lines that the bass is playing and, and the grooves that the drum is playing and and all those that it definitely helped working with working with musicians for the last 10 years of course yeah i was i was just curious because you were just talking about working with musicians in the past did anyone else play on this album or did you account for all of the instruments and all of the vocals no, it's just, yeah, all me. But um, the, the the instruments are electronic. So, and the layers and the pads, all the pads and everything. Mm -hmm. So I, I basically did the album with my MIDI controller, my little Korg MIDI controller. <laughs> and then I um, recorded all the vocals over top of it. And that was it. Will they do any um, redos, say, of any of the songs, or they're just going to release it as is? No, they're going to release it. Well, they might. Some of the frequencies might be tweaked for radio play, something like that. But they're no, it's no remixes, nothing like that. Just yeah. 
Well Great. done. Think yeah, about I'm excited, right? Super excited. Exactly how I heard these songs, and it's pretty, yeah. And, and I played some for my sister at first, and she was like, that sounds 80s. <laughs> I was like, what? It's funny. Well, that just, that brings up another thing, but I just wanted to say, what you just said a minute ago, you know, maybe tweaking something for radio play, just, just the sound of that and the thought of that, I think is pretty amazing. Whether they tweak anything or not, radio play is a beautiful thing. And, yeah. you, you know, now you just said that your sister said it sounded like 80s. <laughs> and, and even though I'm not really a huge fan of, of generally categorizing, but I think a lot of people always want to know what type of genre, what kind of sound. So if, if someone hears one of your songs, or let me rephrase that, when someone hears one of your songs on the radio how might they describe it what type of sound or genre might it be well first of all i love the 80s i love 80s music so that's that's definitely not a anything against that but um i would say contemporary pop or something like modern pop with electronic elements something like that it's uh it's hard to classify it because i kind of went all over the map with it but um I do use like, for instance, I use some some chords and harmonies that are not really used much in pop music. But I, I you know, my background is jazz, so it kind of sneaks in there. I yeah. like that, Dana, because you're really honoring your individuality and your voice with your art, and you might be creating a new style. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's fine for this new, you know, voice and music. Right. Yeah, I hope so. Hope, I, hope, I hope people like it. I'm sure they will. Who are your influences? Oh, man, I have so many influences. Um, as a piano player, I was so influenced by people like Diana Krall, um, you know, jazz, jazz piano. I think I listened to that album literally live in Paris every day for a year. It was crazy songwriters like Adele, vocalists like Florence and the Machine. Now with like people like Elisa Cara and Dua Lipa and people just make you want to feel good, you put on their music and you kind of automatically feel life's, life's a party. <laughs> I love that. Especially yeah. during the whole COVID thing. That sounds yes. like a yes. good album. Now, yeah. Dana, I have a very important question to ask and it isn't really about your album, but it is about your days as a musical director on the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. I understand that you worked with Trey Bella in the past. I did. Well, here's the question. Are they really the divas and as hard to work with as I've heard they could be? Oh my God. They were the opposite of divas. They were the most <laughs> like down to earth, gracious people, like sopranos I've ever met. <laughs> I'm just That's funny. It's so amazing to work with you guys. I was yes. all, all three of you. We had so much fun on that cruise. What um, is Bill? Are you a musician? I try. What What do you What do you play? Uh, I would be a singer songwriter who occasionally dabbles on the drums. Um, I've got a few okay. recordings out, but uh, oh yeah, awesome. You know, so I, I that's why I really appreciate what you've done and all the things you've done because I think that, as I said in the opening, you really can. I think in today's world make your own break if you've got talent and you put in the work and you learn and you do the things you've done. And that's, that's an area for me anyway, that's a little bit weak on the production side. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you were able to put that all together 
much respect, you know, from oh. a fellow wannabe musician anyway. You know what? what, what really makes it, I think, is being persistent. If I had not been insanely persistent with believing that I had a product that I, even that I liked and believed in my own product, it, it would have not, this wouldn't have happened because I, I did, a, you know, I sent it to Spotify curators and playlisters, like um, blogs and other labels. And I, I was getting so many, I got, I don't know, maybe 35 declines in a day or something like that. Like it was, it, for somebody that could get um, maybe turned off by that pretty easily, I can, I can totally understand that. Um, but you just have to realize that there's, you're going to get so many de declines, like you said, but then one person is going to really like it. And that's all you, that's all you need. Right. I actually went on, um, I went on and looked at some other people that had, had a, that, you know, we look at as famous now or whatever and how much negative feedback they've got during their career. And it's like, yeah, it's just part of it. Would that be the advice you would give to an aspiring artist? Absolutely. You have, there is, my, my advice is there's space for everybody. Mm. And if you, be persistent. If you believe in it, go for it. I love that, Dana. That's really inspiring. And we are so happy that you took time out of your now very busy schedule <laughs> <laughs> to come on the show. And again, we just wish you all the best in this exciting adventure. Please keep us in the loop from time to time. We'll have you back on the show after they re you know, if after they release your album and then we can hear some of the songs from the album. Oh, amazing. Yes. So excited. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me on. We are more than happy to have had you on. And as Rosie just said, your story, it truly is inspiring. And we love nothing better than shining a light on those who are inspiring and motivating others to do things maybe that they might not otherwise do. So thank you for doing that. And you'll see there's a connection here in how we close out our episode each week. And But before I say what I'm going to say, I wanna add that we will actually close out the show with one of your songs. So what song are you gonna play for us today? When you're ready. When I'm ready. Oh, that's the song. <laughs> I'll play when you're ready, when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. What of the songs off my contemporary EP? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we are more than ready. So again, Dana, thank you so much for joining us today. As always, folks, make a difference for someone every day. And make every day a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana McLeod.